You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to the Run the Riot podcast. We are back. Hey, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, I, I want to thank you. Some of you guys reached out, just you know, wondering what was going on. I got a few messages on Strava, some on different social media links, just saying, "Hey, what's up? What's going on? Why there's no podcast?" Well, you know, life's just busy, man. Life, some things happen, and uh, I'll share our midweek motivation coming up pretty soon about um, just talking about some of the things going on, a little bit of refocusing. Um, but you know, part of who I am is just, uh, I love to, to visit with people, share with people, encourage people and, uh, and challenge people. And so, so we're back, you know, we're, I've got three interviews actually all done. I just got to edit them and upload them. So as soon as I get some time, man, I'm just going to start dropping them and we can, uh, yeah, I'll start dropping them and you can listen and, uh, you know, we're we're just, just get back at it. All right. It's going to be good. Well, today we've got Phil Degree. What a cool last name. Phil Dick, Phil's from Louisiana, so like you know, we hit it off pretty good. He's from the New Orleans area, and uh, man, just a uh, just a good guy. He's a two time cancer survivor. He ran his first fifty miler in October. Um, he's got he's doing some other races, but uh, man, he's just trying to encourage other people who've had crazy things going on, like the big C word, like cancer, to fight it. Uh, he decided on his second bout with cancer he wasn't going to do chemo. He changed his life. He changed his diet. He changed all the things and started being healthy and started running. And, uh, man, he's kicking cancer's butt. So, man, I hope you enjoy the podcast today with Phil. Real quick before we get started, you know, we got to talk about our sponsors. It's been too long. We need to talk about our sponsors. First is the Outlaw Race Series, and when I'm recording this right now, uh, Jeremy, one of the race directors for Outlaw, is running the Bigfoot 200. So I hope you're following him, checking him out, making sure you know you're cheering him on, giving him good vibes. Um, uh, but the Outlaw Race Series, man, they're great. You need to check it out. They've got the uh, the Lake McMurtry run in Stillwater, the Greater Roadrunner Trail run in Romano State Park, the Flower Moon, the Dark and Dirty, the Flat Rock Fall Running Festival, Thunderbird, and the flagship race is the Outlaw 100. Uh, with distances from 135 miles all the way down to 5K. Uh, yeah, so check out the Outlaw Race Series, www.outlaw100.com. We're also brought to you by Pure Tiva. Man, I just had to, because uh, of some of the things I'm doing right now, I'm, here's a hint, I'm doing jujitsu now too. Well, man, I am not flexible, be pulling stuff. Uh, so not only with running, but also with other sports, I've been using my Pure Tiva. Uh, it's a bioavailable CBD system made in the USA. They've got sleep chews, cream, a roll-on. Uh, they are my friend. If you want to check it out, go to Tiva, T-I-V-A dot Terrio, T-H-E-R-I-O-T dot run. Check out Tiva dot Terrio dot run. If you need, it's just to help you with recovery, man, and it helps me recover quicker when I'm beating myself up. And last but certainly not least, man, Runner's World Tulsa. Go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Check out their races. Check out their products. If you're coming through Tulsa, check out the store. Amazing, amazing people with amazing products. They've got everything you need. Tons of experience. Uh, Kathy and Barbara, they know what they're doing. They run the races. They crew the races. They pace the races. They put on the races. And, uh, man, you 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 need anything. Uh, from shoes uh, to packs to nutrition, man, they've got it. So check out Runner's World 
Tulsa. All right. Well, we need to get started. It's been too long. Check out my interview with Phil Degree. Well, we are we're back from the Run the Riot podcast. It's been a little while. I took a break. A lot of stuff going on in life. But uh, I'm here with a fellow Louisianian, uh, <laughs> Phil Degree. What's going on, Phil? Oh, man, not a lot. Not a lot. So we were talking bef- a little bit before uh, before I hit record, man. And uh, how's the temperature out there in Louisiana? You know, so it is this morning I ran. I got up. I was out about 5 a.m. this morning, and the temperature was only 75. However, it felt like it was 95. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter what the temperature is. It matters that humidity and that heat index, and it is it is brutal right now. Yeah, man. I I had a couple of my. It was so I was surprised. I'm you know I'm living here in Oklahoma now, and it's pretty humid here in Oklahoma. It's yeah. it's it's really humid. It's not Louisiana humid, but I have. I named a run the other day I, I, in Strava. I named it uh, Humidity and Humility. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just in Chicago for three days for work. And on Tuesday, I went out for a run. Never been to Chicago. And I'm flying. Like, I'm slow. and But yeah. I'm flying. And yeah. I, I get, I'm four miles from my, from my hotel. I'm like, oh, I guess I better turn around. Yeah, this is yeah. turning into a much longer run than I expected. <laughs> and I felt great. And I couldn't believe it. And I, I did a little video. And it was, it's on my Instagram. And, I was like, I gotta tell my wife we're moving. This yeah, the humidity is <laughs> yeah. brutal. It's life sucking. It it is, yes. man. Yeah. the The good thing is, is I tell I, I coach a few runners, uh, you know, in Louisiana, and I feel for them, man. It's it's rough, yeah. but I tell them, I say, you know, especially if you're training for a race somewhere else, man, you're gonna training in the humidity preps you for you know even like mountain races if you go to colorado even from oklahoma to colorado it's a huge difference and yeah i mean we still got altitude and <laughs> yeah you climb, got other challenges, to do other challenges right. but right. you know yeah but it's uh you know it, it helps you to train you know train hard and then you know if you get some good weather like when i run in boston it was just it was wonderful <laughs> it's like, yeah it's like i mean it was a world it was tuesday was a world of difference Today I was a mile from my house and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm dying!" <laughs> yes. It's just that humidity, man. It is soul sucking. Yeah. So, what part of Louisiana are you from? For those listening, I, I'm right outside of New Orleans in Harahan. Oh, Har- Okay, Harahan. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, been a while since I've been to that area. I did run the the Rouge Orleans out there between Baton Rouge and New Orleans on the yeah on the levee and uh yep. yeah. So you're you're um Harahan is. I mean, you still you still below sea level out there, huh? Uh, yeah, we're actually the highest point of the city. We're sixteen feet above sea level. So, yeah. There you go. So you, we're the, you, we're the you said it like you're bragging, Phil. You said I, it like you're a little bit. <laughs> that's good. A little bit. Yeah, that's that's funny. No, that's cool, man. Do you you do a lot in New Orleans? Uh, you hit the New Orleans a lot, or um, uh, not too much. You know, a little bit. We like going down there. My wife and I. We like going down there. You know, love Mardi Gras and Jazz Fest and yeah, French Quarter Fest and all those things. Yep. Yeah. Last, last time I was there was uh, we went we took a road trip. Uh, pastor of the church I go to, he's a Saints fan. He went to New Orleans Seminary too, and we we went out. We did a big road trip and went went watched the Saints play. I, okay, you a Saints fan? I gotta ask. I, I'm a Saints fan. Who that right. baby? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Yep. Good. Uh, I'm hoping this year. You know, I don't know a lot a lot up in the air this year, but we'll see what happens. Huh? I tell you what, that's a talented roster. 
It if, is. if they stay healthy, that is a talented roster. So the, I'm, I'm got the Honey Badger back. Honey Badger's I, back in Louisiana. I mean, they are deep in the secondary. I think they can put out a lineup with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry and Taysom Hill and, and Kamara on the field. And the only time they're going to have enough players to cover them is at practice. No other team has a defense <laughs> like the Saints. Yeah. Uh, on paper, at least, you know, it's on paper. So, yeah. Yeah. If Winston can keep it together and, and uh, you know, if he's if he stays healthy and yeah, we'll healthy. see. We'll see. We'll see, man. I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. I like Dennis Allen. He's a, he's a sharp guy. Yeah. He, he's not he's not Peyton. But, you know, anyway, <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Me, I'm hoping to make a road trip. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, well, all right. So are you originally from Louisiana? I am uh, okay. born in Baton Rouge, moved here. To Metairie when I was two years old and, and okay. grew up here. Went in the army, kind of moved around. I actually did my basic training at Fort Sill in Oklahoma, and then uh, was in the restaurant business and, and bounced around Louisiana, Baton Rouge a couple of times, nice. North Louisiana and Monroe, uh, Lake Charles, and then back here. We've settled here. We've been here for seventeen years. My wife and I grew up probably just two miles from each other. Didn't know each other until we were older, but we grew up. You know, our families very uh, parallel upbringing that's cool that's cool man now, now i have to say for, for I, I lost you know i can hide my accent a lot now you don't have you don't have the the down the down to bayou accent but you nope. also you don't have a strong uh you don't have a strong new new orleans you know new orleans accent either no. i mean you, you have it i All hear right. it i hear it but yeah it's not, it's not crazy <laughs> strong I, or maybe i'm used to it people listening might be like yeah i hear it i don't know what he's talking about right. <laughs> yeah. no, i don't know i don't know it, it i don't get told out. i have a strong accent so it makes sense yeah, yeah. I just, 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 just curious, man. Well, um, I also saw that that you uh, you wrestled in yep. uh, in in high school. Yep, I that's interesting. It. Yep, all through high school, it's from junior high to through high school, and then I have two sons. One that graduated um, in 2017. He actually went to UL, graduated at UL. He's at nice. LSU Law School now. He Aiden. wrestled, and right. then I have one that's at Jesuit wrestling now. So. Nice. Oh, Jesuit, man. Uh, I, I wrestled in, in St. Martinville for St. Martinville. Oh, and uh, those okay. guys at Jesuit were tough, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good program. So I, I tell people I wrestled at East Jesuit. I went to EJ. So the public okay. school. I, I wasn't Jesuit material. Okay. But uh, my boys are at Jesuit. They're Jesuit <laughs> material. Yeah. It's a great school. Great wrestling program traditions. And, yep, I got you. We love it. it. There's a few, there are a few, uh, ultra runners and people, people that run a lot that have wrestled, uh, but, but a lot of, yeah, not, not, not too many of them. So I, I had to make sure and point that out. What weight class you wrestled, man? Um, uh, mostly like in high school, I wrestled from 98 to 119. Okay. So I was a little guy hated Same. running, you know, it was Same. always running to, uh, lose weight, Same. hated running <laughs> when the army hated running and, uh, uh, and then here I am, you know, training for my third ultra marathon. Yeah, yeah. You know, I started running at 50 years of age. You know, that's crazy. But, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, it, so many people that that's their story. Like they hated running, hated running, and then and then for some reason or other, and I, we definitely didn't want to talk about your journey, but like mm -hmm. fell in love with it. You know, um, yeah. So 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 you wrestled in high school. So you know you were you got to be fit. You cutting weight. Yep. You are doing all that stuff. And then you then you went in the military. How long were you in the yep. military? Uh, four years. Okay. And then, and then restaurant business and then the restaurant business. Yeah. All right. So, so, uh, so how was your, did you stay active? You know, I, I stay, you know, I've always kind of worked out to, yeah. you know, to, to some extent, you know, I would go through lulls where I didn't, but I always worked out, but 
but I wasn't running and I wasn't doing things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what did, uh, what, what facilitated this, this starting to run and enjoying running at, at this stage in your life, man? So at, at 46, almost 47, I was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. Wow. And, uh, so, you know, that affected me. And then, uh, a year later, a year after I finished six months of chemo, the cancer came back and it spread to my lungs. And, uh, so now it's stage four metastatic colon cancer. It's the third leading cause of death in men. Wow. And, uh, yeah, when and and cancer when it's contained, unless it's brain cancer, when it's contained, it's typically treatable. Well, it's when it spreads that it becomes terminal. And so yeah. here I have colon cancer, and now it's spread. So mm. after uh, you know about two months of it, it was the, the tumor was in a bad spot. They couldn't just go in and do a normal biopsy. It was it was up against my aorta. So we had about two months of trying to figure out how to get to it. What are we going to oh. do? And uh, I decided at that time, I'm not doing chemo again. You know, I had uh, about a 45% five-year life expectancy. And I said, I am not doing, I'm not going to waste time doing chemo. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to weaken myself more. And um, my doctor told me that uh, when I said, I'm not doing chemo, she said, look, you're going to have to change your lifestyle, change how you work, change how you eat, change how you exercise. And uh, I read an article It was from the early 80s. I wish I still had it. I got to go look it up. But it's a study out of UCLA that said uh, endurance training builds the immune system against terminal diseases like cancer. And I said, I told my doctor, I said, I'm going from stage four to 140.6. I'm going to do a full Ironman triathlon. And uh, that started it. Well, the cancer had spread to my lungs. So they removed half of my left lung. Wow. So swimming is a huge head game for me. Huh. And, uh, I got to get past that. I, I swim. If I, if I put on a snorkel, I could go just swim a mile or two with, with no problem, but I take that snorkel off and I start to kind of panic. So I'm yeah. working through that. I'll get to that point. Yeah. I have done, uh, four sprint triathlons since that it's been five years. April 12th was five years cancer free. Yeah. After that diagnosis, um, I ran, I've run two half marathons, a marathon. I did David Goggins four by four by 48. Nice. I finished that and said, I think I'm going to run an ultra. Nice. And, uh, I did my first ultra marathon last October, 50 miles through the streets of new Orleans. It's it's the new Orleans ultra marathon. And it's uh, it's a great race. You literally run this new Orleans is a small city. Yeah. You literally traverse the city. It's just great. And, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. now an ultra marathon. I've run a, I ran a trail run, a 50k trail run since then, and then uh, I'm training for that New Orleans ultra again. Nice, nice. Well, let's 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 back up a little bit, man. So because um, yeah. So you find out you find out you you've got you got cancer um, in the second time. So I mean, I don't know that. I mean, it's, you've already, you kind of been through it and then it kind of hits yep. you again. Um, yep. so, so you, you didn't do, what did you, you did sec, second time you have colon cancer. What did, what was done? They removed part of your lung. We did just do- did surgery. Yep. Yeah. Removed half of my left lung. Okay. And all of the cancer, thankfully. Okay. And I just said, okay, I'm changing my lifestyle. And, uh, yeah. That's what I did. I, 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 I stick to a Mediterranean style diet. Yeah. So okay. healthy fats, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, 
um, very little red meat, which I owned burger restaurants. So uh, (laughs) I was eating a lot of it. I was eating burgers every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. That and the stress of owning your own business just wasn't healthy. So, yeah, yeah, I I, uh, Mediterranean diet. Now I train like crazy. So having, I mean, having part of your, your lung removed, I guess you didn't really run before. So, I mean, a whole bunch to know, to know that there would be like a difference in your, your lung capacity or, you know, your running and how it would affect your cardio and stuff. Yeah. So it, you know, I have 80% lung capacity. Okay. Yeah. Um, does it affect my run? I don't know. I'm slow anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> I did that ultra yeah. and uh, that 50 miler, and I was dead last. And uh, hey, bro, I was I was just hoping that the race directors are still there. And yeah, yeah. I'm just like, but they told me they'd be here, you know. And it was a heat advisory. It was in October, and it was like a heat advisory. And they and the race director Casey's just like, listen, guys, just finish. Don't nobody push it. Yeah. So I'm just I, I said, listen, yeah. I'm just gonna keep going. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and they were there. So they were there at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, for when you, when you started, you know, you started around and I love that. I love the story. I love, you know, like so many people jump to, to, you know, taking the, 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 taking the pills, doing the, you know, some of these things. And, and when, when there are alternatives, there are yeah. ways, things that we can do, or sometimes you have to do some of those things. You know, I, I know certain types of cancer man respond really well to chemo, yep. you, you know, breast yep. cancer and things like that. But in conjunction with that, man, you, you, you need to, people should ask the question, like, what can I do? What can Absolutely. I absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, you know, that's, uh, it's not easy. I mean, you're, you, you, I mean, you just telling me right there, you own a burger restaurant, you eat. I mean, I, dude, I, I'm from South Louisiana. We got good food, man. And we got good food, but there's not it's a whole so lot of it. That's hard. healthy, dude. It is so, yeah. it's, you know, and, and so you're having to, to, you know, you, you're living in South Louisiana and you're like, I, I'm going to make these changes. Yeah. That's respectable, man. That's, that's you, you have to do it. So a, a good friend of mine um, started, uh, it's called eat fit. And she partnered with now with Ashner, the Ashner hospital system. So she's yeah. all over the state and it's about getting restaurants to put healthy menu items on their menus. And yeah. so I was one of the first restaurants here. I'm a burger restaurant. I had a bison burger on the menu. So I, I was able to fit the criteria. Yeah. But so I was, you know, I was mindful of my health. You know, we, we ate pretty healthy, but when, when I came out and said, Guys, you know, I put it out on Facebook. You know, we we had a pretty, pretty big presence, and I, and I said, "Look, this is the diagnosis." I had already closed the restaurant, and I mm. said, "This is what I'm doing." And she called me, and she said, "What? What do you mean? Like, you can't just not do anything?" I said, "No, I'm going to do a lot." Yeah. And so she just started feeding me information. And she's a nutritionist and a dietitian, and so you know, I, I yeah, I just kind of went in and said, "I'm changing my lifestyle," and it's hard sometimes when you have teenagers at home that are, they don't <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, my, my son came in, I have, have another son at UL now in Lafayette. Yeah. So, which by the way, they love Lafayette. I think you grew up right there. They yeah, love Lafayette's the awesome. area. Yeah. And he's coming in town. He's like, Hey, can you make burgers? I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but normally he'd come in town with probably have salmon or, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's like, Dad, make the good stuff, Dad. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you you do. 
I am not an advocate for chemo. I, I just, yes, it responds. And, and there are people much smarter than me that, that prescribe this every day. But I tell everybody, like, you got to do your own thing, but you yeah. have got to be looking at whatever it is, whatever type of cancer you have, mm-hmm. what's the diet, what's the regimen that you can do outside of that protocol yeah. to be healthy. Yep. Well, and, and there's so many, there's so much research that even like, if you feel like you need to still do the chemo, like there are fasting protocols and Correct. different things like that, that will dramatically help the, you know, work with the chemo to, yep. to you know, and, and build you back up or, you know, eating low carb, uh, high, you know, high fat diets or different things like that. And, and you're right, man. I think too many people just, just, just do and don't do some digging and, and put some a little effort into it and try to help themselves, you know? Yeah. And here's what's sad. It's like doctors are not trained in nutrition. That's so, crazy. So they don't know. Yeah. So you've got to seek out a nutritionist and a dietitian yeah. and, and really do your research and making a lifestyle change is hard. You, you yeah. got to be committed. Like I, like it's like running, you know, my alarm goes off at four something in the morning. I, I'm, very rarely do I want to get up and go run, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, it's only a few seconds. I'm like, all right, you know, and I'm up and I never hit snooze and I just go, and, yeah. you know, so yeah, making a lifestyle change is hard work, man. Well, and, and, and I, what I like, and I think if uh, even, you know, runners listening, a lot of them, you know, we talk a lot about your why, you know, what's yep. your why it's kind of crazy. Like you have a very like your why is okay. Yeah. You got races. It's profound. That you, yeah, yeah. You get, you have races you're training for, but, but yeah. also like, dude, you want to live, you know, like I want right. to, I want, I want to survive. I don't want to, you know, this cancer to come back. I want my body to be where it's fighting that junk off. But, yep. but, but I think, I think we can tap into that. Even those who have, haven't had a diagnosis, man, you're, you're getting up at four in the morning to go run. Yeah, sure. We're all training for races and all that stuff, but let's be healthy. So we don't have that, you know, so our body so, is working as it should. Here's something you'll, because you wrestled, you will appreciate. I, I heard this quote probably six years ago and I say it all the time. Life will inevitably throw you to your back, whether that's a death, a divorce or a diagnosis, you'll yeah. be better prepared having wrestled. And I, I just love that. Yeah, and, yeah. um, that, that's kind of how it is. You gotta, you, there's going to be something in your life. It's, it yeah. may not be a diagnosis. I hope it's not, yeah. but, but you've got to train for life. I now, I want to train to live. I have visions of doing some sort of a triathlon on my 90th birthday like with it. my boys there, you know, like mm. some sort of, I, I, yeah. it might be just walking with my walker. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, yeah, but yeah, yeah. on my 90th birthday, I want to be doing something yeah. and my kids there and, you know, celebrating and tell me how, you know, dad, you're crazy, but that's yeah. all right. That's all right, man. I'm moving. I'm moving. Yeah. No, yeah. man, I, I, I agree, man. And, you know, I, and that's one of the beautiful things about, about a lot of sports, but running in and stuff in particular, especially ultras, it, it's a, it's a microcosm for life, man. You know, uh, it prepares you because like you said, I don't want to get up and go run half the time. And then especially in heat and humidity, dude, like yeah. two miles in when you're already like drenched in sweat and you still got, you know, six, eight to go. And you're like, ah, dog gone, man. This, this kind of yeah. sucks, but you push through and same it's, thing in the, in the races, the, the ultra journey really is parallel to the cancer journey. Mm. You need a strong support group. Yeah. You need people to understand what you're going through, or at least 
try to understand what you're going through. Yeah. And you are just slugging through it. And yeah. it's, you're going to go at your own pace. Sometimes you're going to walk through it. Sometimes you're going to run. Um, but you're going to, but you got to just keep going. You know, yeah. one, one foot in front of the other. Where's James Lawrence, James Lawrence, you know, Iron Cowboy, just heel to toe, heel to toe. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the cancer journey, you know? Mm. So I, that, that kind of really, when I did that four by four by 48, yeah, it, it got spiritual at a point, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah I like at it. At first I was just, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, iron, you know, <laughs> we, we had a little, a little dinner party with some friends and I got to leave at nine cause I'm going to get my second run in. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just badder than all the other guys, you know, all my friends, you know, they're like, yeah, you're doing what? Oh, yeah. I'm going to run. Be like Goggins, bro. Yeah, in the middle boats. of the night, middle of the night, it's like, what are you doing? Yes. Like, oh my goodness, you're crazy. And yeah. then the next middle of the night, yeah, it's like spiritual, yeah, and it's drawing me out of bed. And I didn't, I was just, wow, you know, I'm really, I'm getting something out of this. And and that's yeah. how my my fifty was. I was like, I was in pain, but yeah, but it was drawing me. And, and so I'm going to do that Iron Man. We have it on the books for uh, June of 2023 in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, because my oldest okay. son and his family live in Idaho in Coeur d'Alene. So, okay. so the whole family will be there. That's been my dream. Nice. And this year, next year, they're going back to a full. So I'm going to do it. All right. But then I think it's going to be a lot of ultras. Yeah. You know, because it's just, it just resonates with me, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, that's, that's cool. And, 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 uh, you said, you say that and, and there's always a, a, sw- a switch that kind of mm-hmm. clicks when you, when you think you're done and you keep pushing and you keep pushing and, and you realize like, wow, I, I wasn't done. I got more. And it yeah. sounds like, you know, you, you've been on the journey. You, you've done, what was your, what was your first marathon? Uh, Louisiana marathon. In Baton Rouge. Oh, nice. Nice. That's yep. a great marathon, man. It's it it is. It's a great course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, you do things like that and like, they're hard, they're all hard, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're, you're pushing, but then you, there's something inside that goes, I think I could have, I could have, there's more, there's more there. Yeah. I, I could, I could have done more. I could have trained and, 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 and did more. And even your, your 50, uh, one of my runners, uh, I don't know if he did it last year or year before, but one of the runners I coach, uh, did that one. Um, okay. and dude, so 50 miles on, on dirt is one thing, but on pavement, that's, that hurts, man. <laughs> you know, especially bad. I mean, especially New Orleans roads, man. That's like potholes. Uh, and- <laughs> yeah, you step into some potholes you weren't expecting. You're like, oh god, my back. Yeah, potholes down to your knees, man. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's it's it's no joke. It's tough, but then you know you're you're like I, I still want to you know want to do this. I want to do more. And then I saw your your 50k. That was a Q50 race, right? That was a Q50 race. Yeah. 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 I I love I love those guys, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I haven't had a chance to run one of his races yet, but uh, I know you know know him and talk to him and great yeah. guy. But uh, you know they they do some good stuff, man. Yeah, they're they're just really. I mean, so that's the only one I've done. So it's the only yeah. one of his races I've done. But yeah, I mean, some of the just sweetest people. You know, and it was a beautiful course. Like they're out always working on the trails. Yeah. I'm like, goodness gracious, you know? Yeah. Which, which one did you do? It was in um, Carrier, Mississippi. It was right there in Mississippi, about an hour oh. and a half from, from New Orleans. Okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize he was doing some in Mississippi too. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. It was nice. cool. Nice. It was a beautiful day on a beautiful trail. Um, 
most of the time, like, what are you doing? And then what are you complaining about, man? Yeah. And I did it. It was three days before my five year cancer free diagnosis. That's uh, awesome. Cancer free anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. so was special to me, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Out there on the trail, man. And that, that's one of the, so, so let me ask you this. You, you, you've been on this journey. You, you, man, cancer diagnosis. I can't imagine, you know, the, the punch in the gut for you and mm-hmm. your family and, and you walk through all that. How much, um, if you've listened to podcast, any, I'll talk about this, but I, I want to hear from you, man. Um, how much does like being like gratitude, uh, motivate you when you hit those tough times, you know, during a race or even in training? Um, so the whole time. So I, I guess I probably started running about eight months after my stage four diagnosis. It, it took me a while to, yeah. to just build up enough strength to, to start running. And I ran uh, the rock and roll half marathon in March. So 11 months after my surgery. And from that point, when I started training for that to even today, it is a humbling um emotional experience for me every day at some point throughout my run i i get emotional and when i talk about it i get emotional yeah you know here i am healthy there's some reason there's some purpose god has for me to have beaten this naturally and two weeks ago i had routine scans and my doctor told me i consider you cured yes you know not in remission she said i consider you cured I love that. And it's a miracle. And you need to start getting the word out. You need to start telling people what you did. And I said, well, funny, you should say that. <laughs> and, I, I, and I tell her, you know, I just started a podcast um, and it's called Make It Count. And uh, it's really to help people triumph through life, you know, the hard yeah. challenges in life and, and to make it count. And I started this foundation, Running for Dreams. And to, I want to raise money to help kids who have lost a parent to cancer. Mm. So the, the journey, it, man, you talk about gratitude. Like I used to run with music all the time and now I don't, I'm just out there just running. Yeah. And I'm, I do, I do a lot of soul searching. I do a lot of mm. praying. Yeah. I'm asking a lot of why, you know, when you get diagnosed with cancer, you inevitably ask why, yeah. well, when you're healthy and you're able to go run 50 miles on a Saturday morning, you, you asking why a lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah, there's a ton of gratitude. It's just humble. Um, it's, it's, there's a purpose. So to I qu- just try to honor that purpose. Yeah, man. To quote, to quote uncle Ben as Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility, man. Yeah, and, and you've been, you, you know, firsthand you've been given a chance, you know, you've been given an, an opportunity to live and, yeah. and, and, and to share. So like, I don't know, it's perspective, man, making the most of, of your time here on this earth, you know? And yeah, I, I like that though. You talk about your why, you know, why Lord, you know, why am I still here? And yeah, well, why, why did I, why am I healed and others aren't, you know, what, what's yeah. the difference? And uh, so, so let's talk about the podcast real quick, man. What, what kind of, uh, what kind of things are you, you discussing and in interviews are you doing for the podcast? So we, so we just started it. Um, I think we've had four episodes so okay. far. It's, it's called Make It Count with Jennifer okay. and Phil. Um, it's a friend of mine. She owns a, she's a, a trainer, a personal trainer, owns okay. her own studio. And, um, you know, she's been through some hard seasons, you know, not just as an entrepreneur, 
um, an entrepreneur growing a business through a pandemic, but she had um, infertility issues. She lost a child. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, we started talking and we've been down this journey, these journeys. And we said, man, you know, people want to hear about these things. Well, when I was going through chemo, a friend of mine sent me a poem called Make It Count. You know, don't ask God to spare you from these challenges. Ask God to make it count. Yeah. So that's yeah. always stuck with me. Yeah. And I said, man, you know, that's what it needs to be. So, yeah. you know, the first episode, and, and you can find it on, you can find it on Spotify, on Apple, just about anywhere you can get a podcast. But the, the first episode was uh, my journey, mm-hmm. my cancer journey, and we did her journey. Um, we're just our third episode we did just about being healthy. You know, what do we do to stay healthy? Because yeah. we had to lighten it up. Because it's kind yeah, of heavy yeah. topic sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, we're we're in the middle of a two part episode on uh, addiction and sobriety. Mm, so nice. just we're we're bringing on people that have been through some tough times and, yeah. and have made it through the other side and are making it count every day. That's great, man. It's you know, like make it count. You use it. You can use your struggles to help others to and even to strengthen yourself. Yep. And, and, uh, or you can, you know, I don't know, you can have a woe is me pity party attitude and, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's better to, like you said, make it count, use it. Right. Yeah. Right. You could sit yeah. around and just, and just take the standard protocols that, you know, whatever life's going to, going to throw at you. Oh, this is how I'm going to handle it. Or you can say, all right, I'll show you, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm gonna, I'll definitely make a, uh, definitely put in the show notes, a link to the podcast. So, so folks can listen. Um, and so, uh, your foundation, what's the name of the foundation? It's called running for dreams. And running so I dreams. hope to launch it September 1st, which is a month before my, my ultra. So I'm in all the, the designs, the startup and design process, yeah, of, yeah. You know, the web design, the logo design, the legal work and, and all that. But, but we're, nice. I'm hoping to launch it September 1st, and and the ultra October first in New Orleans will be the the big fundraiser initial fundraiser. So so I was you know through all of this had a lot of guilt um, all this training and these races and and while I was on that ultra probably about in the last five or so miles you know I, I wasn't going to see my family again until the end and yeah and I'm just out on the streets I'm literally dead last um, and when I got to the the forty mile um, rest area. My kids told me, no, no, there's some people behind you still. And then when I got to 45 or that was at 35, when I got to 40, they're like, they dropped out. You're by yourself. Oh, and man. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm coming and I'm probably like at last four or five miles. I'm by myself and the yeah. sun's going down. I'm just, just out there. Like, you know, what am I doing? And yeah. uh, it hit me. I said, man, I'm going to start this foundation. I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And um, I have four sons and they got lucky, you know, dad's healthy and dad's doing these endurance events. And there's plenty of kids. I lost my dad at 12, not from cancer, but I lost my dad at 12. And so I kind of know what it's like to want something. And for me, it was just a wrestling camp. I just wanted to go to wrestling camp and my mom couldn't afford that. And so I just know that there's, there's plenty of those things out there, whether it's a sports camp or staying at a private school or a new car to get back and forth to work that you need that, whatever it is, there's, there's plenty of kids that 
have lost a parent to cancer that that I want to help. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's yeah. running for dreams. Running for dreams. We'll keep it. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. And of course, I'll have your um, your uh, Instagram, uh, you know, so people can follow and, and see when that gets gets fired up. So yeah. so you're doing the New Orleans. You've got the uh, you've got the Iron Man out in Idaho. You got what, what's I mean, I, I, those are both, you know, those are huge. All right. So those are right. big. But what, what what's what's after that, man? What you going to do? I don't know. I'm going to find something. I mean, yeah. You know, the other day I was listening to your to your episode with um with Brian Gillette. You know, y'all talking about doing a 200 mile. I'm like, I can't imagine doing a hundred miles, <laughs> but that kind of sounds cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what it yeah. next, but it, but there'll be something, you know. Yeah. That and that's it. Yeah. That's what I, t- I tell I tell my runners when they're not sure. And I was like, which 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 one gets you excited? Which 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 yeah. race gets you emotional and like draws you in? Because because you, you need to draw on that when you're training and you know when, when you don't feel like getting up at four o'clock in the morning and going running right. the heat and right. humidity. And if you uh if you're tempted to eat that extra link of boudin, you know you shouldn't. You know you need some motivation, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool, man. I I love um. I love that, man. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, um, that you're sharing your story. I'm glad that you, um, that you decided to fight, you know, mm-hmm. but your own, you know, fight your own way. And, uh, man, we're just gonna, uh, we're just gonna pray that, you know, it, yeah, you're cured. Cancer is a thing of the past for you and you're just going ahead and keep moving forward, inspiring and helping others, brother. Yeah. I had a friend who, who had a really just brutal, um, cancer battle for about seven years and, and and I ran into his wife and here I am healthy. He's on hospice Mm. and she's going on and on about how great I look. And I see you running through the neighborhood. It's like, man, I feel terrible. She says, what do you feel bad about? I said, well, I'm healthy. She said, we need hope. You're our hope. And Mm. so, uh, and that's what people tell me. They reach out to me. Like, I, I, I can't believe that you're so healthy. Like, like that's, I need to see that. So, yeah. um, and, and that's what my doctor told me. And when she kind of, when she kind of told me that it really, it, it really hit home with me. She goes, listen, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. Like people need hope. Yeah. I said, okay, well, I'm going running. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's important to know, you know, we do, cause we do live in an age where people want you give people hope, but then you also, you show them that, you know, it takes some work. You put the work yeah. into it because, because, because just in everything, people want the instant fix for everything. Take a pill. Do, I mean, I'm not even talking about cancer. I'm talking about yeah, weight loss. Anything. I'm, ta- I'm yeah. talking about uh, instant business. They want to make a million and doing nothing or whatever. It takes daily discipline. And and you did the, you know, Goggins four by four by 48, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I don't know if you've read his book, but he, you know, oh, he talks, yeah. yeah, you know, he puts work in and I yep. ran with Goggins at a, uh, in, in Moab for the first few miles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that guy, he's put work in, he, he does he his work in. He daily he's disciplined and, you know, to be free, to be able to run a, a, a marathon, run an ultra, run a 5k, whatever you've yep. got to discipline yourself for it. And, and when you build that kind of discipline, doing the physical things, man, I think it, it crossed over into the other aspects of your life. You know, you, Hey, I can discipline myself for, to eat healthy. I can discipline myself yeah. to uh, spend time with my family or do, build my business, yeah. do whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, man, I just want to encourage people out there who are struggling you know, Hey, just, just discipline yourself, get up daily, 
don't hit the snooze. Get out. Even if you run a mile, just run a mile, get used to getting up and run a mile, you know, and build on that, you know? Right. Have you, have you heard of the, uh, 75 hard? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, I did 75 hard probably about six weeks after I did the four by four by 48. Nice. And that's, that's what it is. You know, you yeah. just gotta, you get out there and you just like James clear, you know, atomic habit said, you know, it's about who you want to be. Are you this person or, you know, or are you not? I, it's, is that not a great book? I mean, that's that a, great a great book. book. I've, I've read it twice already. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, do so you want to be the person that yeah. you're saying you want to be? And yeah. So Identity, yeah, I want to be an ultra runner. I don't consider myself an ultra runner, but I guess I am. You are. You know, I don't yeah. consider myself like somebody says, Oh, you're an endurance athlete. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, <laughs> but I guess I yeah, really am. You, you know, are. Just, I'm just it's, at the back of the pack. It's embodying. And that's when yeah. the, one of the big things I got from atomic habits is, is embodying like, you know, a, putting that identity on yourself. Okay. If, if I want to be an, okay, what does an ultra runner do? Well, he gets up and he runs, you know, yeah. he trains, he does the cross training, he, he, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Hey, just real quick for, for those, I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard of the 75 hard, but uh, real quick, the tenants uh, for 75 days, you work out twice a day. One of them has twice to be outside. Yep. 45 minutes each can't yep. be back to back. So you got to have a few hours in between. Yep. yep. You have to uh, drink at least a gallon of water. Yep. You have to um, read at least 10 pages of a, of a book that's going to take you further. So yep. whether it's an entrepreneurial book or, you know, yeah. atomic habits, you know, leadership or, book, yeah. something yeah. like that. Right. Um, Some kind of diet, any, any kind yeah, of you diet, have to, but you, you got to stick to it. To a diet. No yeah. cheat days. A healthy diet. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Gosh, I think that's it. I think those are, yeah. And it's, it's, it's there's mean, just it, basic tenants, but yeah. 75 days, no cheat days. No, yeah. if it's, it's raining outside, you do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. You just go out and run. My, and my wife's like, you don't have time to do. How are you going to work out twice? Because I did it while I was training for the ultra. Okay. And so yeah. like I have a, a 15 mile run plan and she was like, you're going to work out a second time today. I'm like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. I'm going to sit around on Facebook, you know, soaking my feet. No, I'm going to go work out again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It would be all right. I'm and I did. Thing, I had, man. I had time to do it. And we got time. That's the yeah. thing. We, there's a lot of time suckers you know tiktok and instagram and facebook and oh, tv yeah. or whatever so there's all kinds of stuff you got time to do it every single you know? one of us i i, I was uh talking to a group and i said you know we all have the same amount of time per day if we're honest with ourselves when we say we don't have time that's a lie it's not our priority for us yeah, because yeah. because if 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 it's a priority for you, you you will you'll bump something out. You'll bump your TikTok. You'll bump your whatever it is that's taking yep. your you're watching TV. You'll bump that for it. If it's a priority for you, you'll make time. And so that's if right. we're really honest, we will say, yeah, it's not a priority for me. <laughs> you yeah, know, or, uh, yeah, you got time for that. If you're honest, you say I suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well. uh, well, Phil, man, it, it it's good to talk to somebody else, you know, from Louisiana. I, man, I'm hoping. So, I, I told you here in Oklahoma, it's it's hot and, and humid. Like we're, we're we had triple digits for forever, and and not quite as humid as South Louisiana, but still pretty humid. It's, it's still been, 100 degrees, dude. It's been stifling. We had a hundred yeah. and uh, I think we got up to 111 with the heat index of 119 oh, one day. It, it it was it's ridiculous. When and are you so, running? I get up early, man. I'm up yeah. at like four in the morning and yeah. it, it's still pretty hot and still humid, but you know, I come but back. The sun's rain. not beating down on the sun's not beating down. So that's, I, I, and I, I, 
I like, I'm an early morning guy. I like getting yep. it done. Yeah. Um, two tip. Yeah. And so, so that's what I've been, you know, been doing and I've been doing some, uh, I'm in, in the middle of training. So I'm doing some cross training right now and actually doing some jujitsu and stuff, which, nice. which is, which is fun if you've wrestled. So, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so anyway, been doing a lot of that, but, but I'm hoping we get some relief pretty soon, man. Cause it's, you know, we do what we got to do. It toughens us up, but man, it, it's nice to run when it's cooler. <laughs> I, I just read an article about, you know, does running in the heat really benefit you? And the study, the case study, the guy oh, probably finished it this. like 15th <laughs> in the Olympics. I'm like, that's not a good case study, but I guess he would have finished like, he was expected to finish like 40th. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay, well, as I'm out running, okay, well, this is going to help me. And then I'm running in New Orleans. And it'll probably be another heat advisor. Yeah. So I'm not going to have any advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah. 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 You need, you need to, you need to get some races that are Colorado or right. you know, just up North. You need to go race up North. That way you can benefit from the, from the mess you run in. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I did that ultra, like I, I didn't know it. My wife set up this parade of support. So, you know, I've only done two ultras and nobody has a cheering section. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had cheering sections at both. Nice. And, uh, so they had people like lined up like throughout the race. Like <laughs> it's six fifteen in the morning. We just come out of the French Quarter, and there's a friend of mine. Go, Phil! And people are like, "Who are you?" Like, there's no police <laughs> escort. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Streets blocked up. We're just running. There's just <laughs> I don't know. 50. You get a map and go. Yeah, that yeah, one. There's get a map fifty and go. people running through the streets of New Orleans, and and yet you know I hit. I'm coming off the levee. There's some friends of mine, you know, Gina and Tim got, they've got signs and go film. They're cheering everyone on. Yeah. And then, you know, I just, we just keep going. And, and I didn't catch on until like mile 22. I was like, wait a second, this is a setup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, what? And, but literally like I, I brought a cheering section and that's awesome. So people are running with me. They're like, this is amazing. Like we never get cheered, yeah. you know, ultra running's lonely and you're just out there running. Well, we'll cha- it'll challenge your, your, uh, I challenge your wife and your friends, man. When you go do a, a, a mountain ultra out in the middle of nowhere, dude. <laughs> let's yeah. yeah. You got to come with you on then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool, man. And, and like you said, it helps to have support. I'm, I, you know, I love my wife's out there. She meets me at aid stations, help support. And, um, you know, it, 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 it does, it does add some morale, especially when you're getting, it's tough and you, yeah, somebody you says your name up, and you're like, whoa, hey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. I, I can't look like I'm dying. They're watching. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. I, I I won't tell you. It's a family friendly show, but I I usually sign up for these races. and uh, I've got my own special name. But now that I have a foundation, my wife's like, you know, you got to stop doing that. Yeah. You got a special yeah. name. All right. We, we, is it a name you can't <laughs> say on, on the family friendly podcast? You, you probably won't want me to. <laughs> Okay. Let's just say I spell it with a PH. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. I heard you say something about that on one yeah. of your Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So, and now it's sign up. So my race bib, you know, people, you know, come up yeah. and they see my race bib. They're like, that's so awesome. And it, I haven't had a race director yet who will announce me coming across the finish line. They'll just say like, um, it's P cancer. 
Yeah. You know, like they, yeah, they won't yeah, say exactly. it. And I'm like, yeah. come on. It, but, uh, it, it displays your dislike for cancer. Yes. You, like, you, we offend you loathe cancer. There yeah, you go. We're, we're, we're just offending cancer. Come there on. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my wife told me now I'm going to have to, now that I have a foundation, I'm going to have <laughs> gotta, to gotta mature. Like, a little reputable, bit. mature, <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You got to stop doing that. All right. All right. We'll one figure, more. We, we need to figure. We need to figure. We need to figure one one out for you. That's <laughs> that has the same meaning, but it's a little, you know, yeah. acceptable. I guess I don't know. Yeah. So I finished the fifty. I'm the last person, and it's just my family and friends yeah. and the race directors, and they won't even say it. I'm like, come on, Angela, <laughs> help me out. And she that's goes, all. I can't. Like, that's, yes, you can. It's just hilarious. us. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's that's awesome. I love. I love that. I, I've told the story before on the podcast where you talk about, you know, when I did the Rouge Orleans and I finished mm-hmm. and I placed like second and there is like nobody there except yeah. like my, my crew and, and the, not even the race director. I had to go. I had to go find the race director to get my buckle because he wasn't there. He was out on the course somewhere, but it was the timer people and all that. Yeah. And, and so anyway, my, my wife first saw me finish one of the oh, she's like, that's it. I was like, yeah, yeah. she's like, you podium. Then there's like nobody here. And I'm like, yeah, that's just yeah, how it is. Just, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Ultra running is lonely. It? <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got you got to make sure you're wise in place, man. That you know why you're doing it, because yeah, yeah. There's not there's not always people cheering you on out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, well, Phil, man, I am looking forward to checking out the podcast and looking forward to to watching uh, as you continue to to do your races, man. And uh, yeah, and uh. Dan, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for uh, for reaching out and uh, man, keep keep challenging people, keep fighting, keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, you know, I, I'll have all the links uh, up on the page for people to check out your podcast and uh, and they can watch out for the foundation information, man. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, man, cancer cancer stinks. So it does. <laughs> it, it really does, and it affects so many people. And uh, you know what's crazy is that it's it affects so many people, but yet when you're going through it, you have a lot of times where you just feel alone. Like it's a lonely disease. Yeah. And it's, but you're not, there's so many people that have, that have had it or have been part of someone else's journey that, uh, yeah. 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 That's how, so anybody out there that's dealing with, with cancer or whatever else, man, you know, keep fighting, hang in there, uh, for yourself and for, for others, man. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for the inspiration, brother. All right, man. Thank you. It was great talking to you.